Oh shit. <laughs> I swear, like every podcast, you start like that. Yeah, that's very oh scary. snap! I'm sitting oh, here man. having a good time, and then it's like, watch what you say, kid. This is, we're not editing this out. <laughs> we we don't edit not things. Stop you before. Here we go, freaking again, Alex. Well, Welcome to the forecast episode seventy-seven. The forecast is the you have to edit. <laughs> You wouldn't have to edit anything. I normally have to edit Owen's entire voice out. What? Thanks so much for joining us. This is episode 78. The forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced every Thursday. We're a group of people who love exploring and discussing all kinds of things from board games to video games to film to TV to random things we just sort of encounter throughout our everyday lives. If you want to check out some other things we've worked on, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash We Are The Horizon community, or you can check out our website at wearethehorizon.com. Additionally, everything we talk about in our podcast gets pushed out to whatever podcasting app you're using. So... Let's get started like we did last week, and I'm going to start with the 76 best board games of all time. I'm going to read through the entire you. list. Are you prepared? Okay, please. <laughs> yeah, all right, this is good. Go. No. Yeah, power through it. You got to give, give us 76, and I then mean, like five, and then like one. Se- number 76, number five, and then number one? Yeah. Yeah. Just <sighs> give us those three, and we'll get a good indication of how this list be. <laughs> all right. Number 76 is Summoner Wars. Mm-hmm. Classic. I've heard of that. Wow. Okay. Number is five is Catan. Okay. Ooh. Wow, this list sucks. <laughs> no, number I like one this list. Is, that should be 75. Number one, number one. Is chess. <laughs> oh, chess. Oh, my God. Well, wait a I love this. Stupid list. Chess. <laughs> like the people that say the greatest game of all time is Tetris. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, did not a They're version of cheating. Tetris just win a whole bunch of Game of the Year edition yeah, podcasts? Yeah, it did. Like, yeah, it's still called? just Tetris. Because it's not Tetris. <sighs> it's Tetris. I mean, it's still Tetris. Yeah. I got conned into buying it, thinking it was going to be something special. I bought it, by the way. It's you also Tetris. Bought that stupid it's just Tetris. Tetris. You it also bought Tetris. that dumb Globe Minesweeper game. Globe Sweeper, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah but that, really that, game's, that, that game's cool, though. That's Minesweeper! Also, that game was like... different name! That game was like $5. Tetris Effect? $40 game. It's Tetris. How is that a $40 game? <laughs> okay, we gotta move on from this, or I'm just gonna get upset. Alex, what games have <laughs> you been playing lately? Uh, not Tetris Effect. I played that a while ago. It's very pretty Tetris. Anyway. <laughs> I heard the music's great. We're not talking about Tetris. We've moved on! Oh, oh, I have one that I didn't list here, but that I can add that I just played today. Tetris 99. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how's Tetris 99? Wow. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Why you it's, do this? It's the Tetris Battle Royale. Did you add- Anybody heard about this? No, yeah, I've this? heard about it. I have heard about this. It's, it's, is like, it Tetris? It is Tetris, but mm, it's like legit. They've somehow figured out how to put Battle Royale stuff in it. Like, there's 99 other players... And you can choose who you're attacking and like you get badges for knocking people out and then those will like power up your attacks and stuff. You're like literally collecting loot in a Tetris game. very dumb. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> when are we going to get to the point that the meta is not just making your game into a battle royale? Mm, another couple of years. It's going to be yeah. <sighs> How long did cover shooters last? Oh, God. Long, long time. Or survival horror. 
Um, survival crafting. I, yeah. Tetris oh, effect or Tetris ninety nine. It's like impossible. There's savages on there. I don't know how oh, people yeah. are so good at Tetris. <laughs> Dude, my savage has won that. <laughs> Because Tetris has been around forever. That's like it's the only Tetris. game your friend has played. Apparently, since I'm 99. not good at it. I'm way more likely to win Apex Legends than I am Tetris. So you're usually pretty good at games, right? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we're moving on. Ouch. Jet Island. <laughs> I, I played Jet Island. It is a VR game. Um, essentially, you are you have a hoverboard and you jet around with like jets on your arms, and you have grappling hooks, and you're like going around this big island, right? <laughs> I'm already throwing. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, yeah, it's very much like a. If you don't have VR legs, you cannot play this in any way. It is immediately like, let me just throw you into some virtual locomotion and like whip you around this giant place. Sense of scale is crazy. The island, like you look at it it's from far away, it seems small, and then like you start going up this giant mountain, and it's like cr- insane. The crux of it's like there's like four different boss monsters that you have to defeat. Kind of like what did I say the other day, Caleb? Shadow of the Colossus. Yep, that sort of like Shadow of the Colossus, except for you're on a hoverboard flying around an island. Very fun. You don't get a hoverboard in Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> <laughs> um, a f- couple of us, me and Caleb at least, have played No Heroes here. We played it with our other friends that don't podcast. Other Is that like Ooh. No More Heroes? But like no. the prequel, because there's no heroes here, but there are maybe some over there. And then you kill them, and then there's no more. <laughs> wow. It plays sort of like um, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, except for instead of piloting a ship, you're like running a fortress mm-hmm. to defend from attacking goblins and stuff. So you have to it's... like... Yeah, go ahead. You it's, go. A, it's a lot like Overcooked, actually. Sure. Yeah, there you're you go. force because you almost have like recipes for cannonballs that you have to go through the steps to make a cannonball. How is there a recipe for steps. a cannonball? So you, you got to take ore. You got to put yeah, it but in I'm the saying, smelter. Like, aren't cannonballs just like ready to put in cannons to fire them? Isn't that the whole point of having like? Yeah. The main idea of a cannonball is that you don't have to make it before you use it. You can just you have gotta it. make them. You got to make cannonballs. Yeah, I mean, that's you the point. Somebody had to make the cannonballs. You at some point. monkey you thing crush though, the... that you you stack cannonballs on. That way, when you're in war. You don't battle, oh, don't, right? Don't Alex worry. We stack cannonballs. Lots of cannonballs. We stack up lots of cannonballs. We lose because we can't grab anything good. that's behind the cannonballs. <laughs> All I that do when I play that game level. is just mass produce cannonballs as fast as I can. I try to make like that's the most efficient does. route around the map to get all the cannonball materials to make cannonballs, and I stack them all in a corner somewhere. And sometimes they just start overflowing, and yeah, they just like block map. people from being able to pick up anything. It wasn't even That's cannibals great. that blocked us. He took the like half processed ore and just chucked it in a room, and in <laughs> yeah. that room was a bunch of stuff we needed to access. Well, it was took so long to walk to get the ore that I just wanted to <laughs> throw it over closer, so I just threw a bunch of it over there. It was a problem. We lost. That was the only. I think that's the only level we ever lost. Is Alex yeah. basically the only contributing factor to losing that game? <laughs> No, I guess, no, I guess he's you could really say that. Good. That's no, the only one that we, we lost. We did lose another one, I think. Oh, Didn't we the lose one, the one where you we lose, where we lost the, the one where furnaces? Sam was like, "This is some cock." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we lost because Alex had to leave his computer because he was losing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, he was laughing pretty hard. That was bad. That game's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot like over overcooked, and then you have like recipes you have to follow, and it's kind of chaos getting place, things to places that they need to be. Except so when you're a machine, you're just oh, cranking machine. out. Here we go. Yeah, and you what else have you been playing? They don't need to be. 
Uh, golf with your friends. I've golfed with my friends on golf with your friends. <laughs> we it golfed is, with uh, uh, six friends, I think. Yeah. I've played with a lot of seven at one with. point. Wow. I think. Yeah, yeah lots of friends. Who knew I, I had friends? Um, <laughs> I, have, I have Not never me. played a game <laughs> that more reinforced the fact that I suck at mini golf than that game. It's not even real mini golf. I know, but it doesn't. Even, you think it'd be easier? I'm just yeah, worse than playing is. normal mini golf. You can set the precise amount of power you want to hit the ball with every single time. I think it's just like I see like a pathway in my mind, and I'm like, once I hit it once, if I miss, I'm just committed. Like I can't, I can't re-angle and reassess and go some other direction. No, 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 no. I got to fly off the side of this cliff and land in that itty bitty tiny little square there without bouncing off of anything, or or else I'm just going to get to 14. Yep. You gotta get good. Sorry. I so it's basically just a mini golf game that you can play with your friends. Except the the cool thing is that it has a Steam Workshop support, so there's like a ton of maps that you can download. So you kind of don't run out of that stuff. That's cool. Uh, and also the new Dota Hero came out, so we've been playing that guy. He's pretty Mars. cool. Is this the first non-original Dota character they've made? Uh, there are a few in two okay. non-originals yeah. now. They got like five or so now, right? Something like that. One, two, and... I don't actually Pango, know how many are what's Pangolier and Dark Willow. I yeah. think that I think technically yeah. Monkey King was not in the first one. He was just think, teased and never yeah. released. Well, neither was Grimstroke. Mars. He's not, yeah, he's Grim- yeah, Grimstroke's new. Yeah, So that's like five. At right? least five, yeah. Mars, though. Cool. He's cool. He's got, some, he's got some mechanics that I don't think we've really seen before. Uh, at, least in Dota, in the, at least in the way they, they chose to implement it, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I feel like recently with characters they've been adding, they've been adding things that like League likes to do. Yeah. Like oh, uh, multi-hit attacks, like the third this. or the fourth attack causing something to happen or shoving people into walls and stunning them, that kind of thing. Yeah, the the shove into a wall thing, I think I remember that from League. Mm-hmm. He's got that move, and uh, he's his ult is like a big arena, which I think some people in maybe not league, but like I remember Hots had like a dude that would make. There's a character thi- in like league a, that has the same thing, yeah. Okay, yeah, like an, basically you put up a big circle that nobody can get out of. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're ripping off of Hots now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's moderately shameful, but sure. Ice frogs run out of material, man. <laughs> I Don't guess. go so far. His main thing is like he has a passive that his front from his front side he can take like seventy percent less damage from auto attacks. So he just like face tanks everything. Hmm. Really cool. It's kind of a it's interesting because it's such a backwards mechanic to Bristleback, who's just back tanking everything. Yeah. So I it's he's a fun character. It's weird because like with Bristleback, you have to think about like I need to face away from these people. Mm-hmm. With this guy, you're just like, I'm, I'm going to walk at him. It's basically like you can't run away. Yeah, you can't run away they're now. they're beating you in a fight, and then you start running away, you just die faster. Mm-hmm. So you just got to man up. I guess. He's, he's kind of like, he kind of reminds me of Pantheon. Hmm. Is that a league person? Yeah. yeah. Does he do a real big jump? He doesn't have a real big jump. Well, so that's even like, the point. His <laughs> ult is... Um, Jarvin's. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I wasn't paying close attention, but I was paying a little <laughs> attention. Uh, I think, was Pangolier the first one they implemented the vector-based 
yeah. abilities. Okay. Vector targeting. Because that wasn't something they had before. That's kind of cool, too. They more It'd be that. nice to see that to happen with... I mean, they, they could even really retroactively implement, implement that on a couple characters. It'd be cool to see. Uh, I've also been playing some Dota, of course. Uh, playing some Golf with Friends. I've also been playing some Slipstream. Mm. Um, yeah, we, we did our... Guys, we actually did it. I'm very proud of us. We did. We did. It's true. We did the humble monthly bumble rumble, and then freaking Juck showed up. <laughs> Next day, what I don't a know. gentleman. Have we explained this joke before? Do we just make it all the time? <laughs> nah, I think we did. It don't matter. I think it matters a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so back when we were doing the humble rumble, we always had one guy comment, and it was this guy Jux, and he was our boy. He was always super nice and supportive, and he was on every freaking video. Yeah. And as he's soon great. as we put up a new one, after literally a year of not doing it, Morning. he's in there. Just immediately. He's just waiting. He what never ends up from us. He's, he's a guy. He's a good guy. The, no one has ever supported me like Jux has. I'm going to say that right <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess if you haven't watched that, you can go check it out. It's, uh, we posted it, I, wonder, I don't remember when, the 28th, the 1st maybe? The 1st, I think. Our I wonder first. if he knows about the podcast. Like, I wonder if we should reply to his comment oh. and be like, hey, yo, if you like we just check out our podcast. <laughs> so we reference him in the Humble Monthly Bummer Roll, and then we're going to go comment so that you come listen to the podcast, and we're going to reference him on the podcast. Yeah. We don't, do we we don't have... need other listeners. We just need Jackson. <laughs> it's true. We do. Do we link yeah. to the podcast and in, in video description stuff? We do not. Nope. We could do that. Probably do that. Um, but so anyway, we, we, we posted our February, uh, humble monthly bundle rumble and I've already started playing a couple of the games. Number one being slipstream. Cause I thought it looked kind of cool. Uh, it reminds me a lot of did any of you guys other than Kayla and I play games on a Sega master system when you were young. No. I guess no. Okay. We weren't Sega people or Nintendo people. Yeah. And well, then, I mean, and then PlayStation. I, okay. <clears throat> Caveat here. It's not like. I grew up with the Sega Master System. It's just like that's the only thing that was there, and it's like a system is significantly older than us. It was prior to our time, but that's just what we had available. Yeah. So that's what we played games on. One our of grandparents which, had it. Yeah. Um, oh, and one of which is called Hang On. I remember playing a lot growing up. It's like you're on a motorcycle, and you're just kind of... It's like a racing game, essentially, but you're doing a lot of tight cornering. I remember that game. Yeah. This game feels a lot like it. Um, with the exception that it's got like new retro wave soundtrack, which is great. There is literally not much to this game at all. You are just driving and just driving with one rival as you kind of drive between town and town and town and town and town. But I guess there's something to be said about something just kind of calming and racing with not a lot of uh, interaction. It's just just cruising. So... It's kind of fun. I guess we're, that's going to be one of the games we're going to talk about on our March Humble Monthly Bundle Rumble, which, man, that game list is uh, <laughs> incredible. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Caleb, how about you? What have you been playing? So I've still been playing a little bit of golf with your friends, obviously. Uh, I picked up Tohu Luna Knights again, which I've mentioned on the podcast before. It's the game where you play as a maid and you throw knives at people. It's great. But they just released... Uh, their 1.0 build. They're out of early access now, I guess. And it's uh, it's pretty good. I like it a lot. And then I've been playing a bunch of Immortal Unchained, which this is a Souls-like game, but you're using uh, guns instead of swords and whatnot. It's... Uh, would it 
like in a Victorian London town kind of thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you so sure? You, you know how like your gun is your backup in Bloodborne? Mm-hmm. Well, in this, your guns are your weapons, and you have a melee weapon as backup. I feel like you're doing a blood tinge build. <laughs> so I feel like that doesn't really work. Uh, it's it's pretty good. Um, it did something interesting recently with shortcuts that kind of caught me off guard. There was this essentially bonfire that I stopped at, and I went through the level a little farther, and I found a shortcut back, and I was going down this long hallway, and suddenly it just stopped, and there was a bush in the way. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I can walk through this bush. Walk through the bush. Back at a bonfire I had already been to. Apparently, you can just walk through that bush. That was open the whole time. I just didn't see it because there's a giant bush in the way. And how incredible. So I thought that was kind of cool. So always walk in the bushes as well. Apparently, yes. yes. You you think that. There's traps in most bushes. See, yeah. <laughs> that is what I would expect. Uh, it's, it does this weird thing where all, all of the enemies, at least so far, have this disc thing on their back that it's like a major crit point. All of them have it, which isn't terribly interesting. And you can also shoot all of them in the head to do extra damage, which, sure, I guess. I feel like they could do a lot cooler things with their like crit points and stuff because all the enemies are pretty um repetitive i guess they're samey so it could use some work there but it's, Saint, it's fun samey they're all saint yeah all the enemies are samey yeah uh jake how about you okay so i'm actually i'm gonna talk i haven't really played anything new and rather than talking about bloodborne for like the 10th time <laughs> i'm gonna talk about are you sure you can talk about bloodborne if I you mean... want I feel like you already did. <laughs> I feel like you just talked about Bloodborne. But so I actually wanted to talk about this last time we did a podcast. I was going to say last week, but that's. Is that true? Who cares? <laughs> um, it's called Habitica, and it's a. It's like a. It's like a day planner kind of app. Basically, you like put in like a to do list, which is how I started using it. I just wanted a cool to do list, and it had a really nice widget for it. Uh, you can set up, like, daily tasks, and then you set up, like, habits, which are things like eating healthy food, and it's like a plus or minus kind of system. But what's really interesting about it is it's basically hooked up with an RPG progression system. So every time you, like, complete one of your to-dos or you do a daily um, task, you get some experience and some gold that you can spend on, like, weapons and armor. And I've really been enjoying it. Uh, it's really cool. It helps me keep myself organized, remind myself of stuff to do, and get a little bit of points for doing it. Uh, the other cool thing is, I haven't gotten this far. I'm only level 6 right now. But once you hit level 10, you can actually choose a class. Uh, there's four, I think. Warrior, Mage, Rogue, Healer. And they all get like different abilities, and you have like mana. And it's just it's really cool. You can even uh, create a party with some other users. And, like, take on raid bosses. It's really cool. Hmm. That seems dope. Yeah. Like, like to be honest, I'm looking at this right now, and I'm just like, okay, I low-key want to, like, start doing stuff. It is also hella free. Which, you know, if it didn't... Like, if it cost money, I probably wouldn't have done it. But it's, it's really, really good. I cannot remember the name of it, but that, like... It just reminds me, there's this uh, card game at, uh, we were spending some time at our local board game shop, and they were describing this card game to us that they sell quite a bit of, and the whole premise of it is uh, you flip a card over and it defines a chore, and it's it's for husband and wife, it's for 
married couples, mm. right? And the whole goal is to get you to actively do chores throughout the week. So you're playing the game over like a long period of time. And of course, there are mechanics for what you can and can't do and cheating and things like that as you sort of progress throughout the game. But it has like a similar sort of progression track to how you play. I don't remember the name of it. I cannot think of it off the top of my head, but that's just what made me think of. Just kind of bringing some sort of like game directly into making you interact with just your normal everyday right. tasks and chores. Especially what I like about it is it gives you an incentive to do things you otherwise don't really want to do. Mm. Like something shitty like cleaning your apartment or even just like going and getting groceries. It's like, I don't really want to do that. But when what? I do do it, I'll get some experience and some gold, which is cool. Jake, are you saying that you don't clean your extremely dusty apartment? Oh my god, whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got a Roomba for. It's fine. That's right. <laughs> the Roomba doesn't dust, Jake. It's fine. Listen, all you have to do is you just you just get one of those flexible dusters and you just tape it onto the top of the Roomba at like <laughs> an <laughs> angle where it would definitely hit it. things. <laughs> Money. Let me tell you something. I would start cleaning every inch of this apartment if it means I could beat Allison in some sort of a game. Mm, <laughs> I'm still be... losing in Fallout 76, huh? Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I think anybody that plays Fallout 76 is losing Jake. That's an excellent wow. point. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, that reminds me, a Polygon article came out a while back about a uh, Fallout 76 player being the last player to play Fallout 76 and he was essentially making himself a raid boss at that point. Did you guys ever <laughs> see that article? I did not. W was it, he was, was it the joke article about uh, the last player of Fallout 76 finally under yes. uh, finally got a new singles player experience? Yes. <laughs> there it is. The last Fallout 76 player excited to finally have a new single player Fallout game. Great. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's a, terrible. It's a really good article. I'll send it to you. I'll post it. Um, Owen, what have you been playing? Yeah. So I went up to New York yesterday, and on my way there and back on the train, I dumped about seven hours into a game called Ape Out. I don't think it's real. Ah, it, <laughs> yeah, it finally, finally came out. out huh? Um, it is ridiculously amounts of fun. It's by our good friends over at uh, Devolver, and I what say indie good game friends is not. <laughs> Because I more. really want them to be our fucking friends because they do such a good job. But yeah, no, like it was, it's extremely fun. It basically, the premise is that it is a uh, top down view. You are an ape breaking out of a place. You have two buttons a button to throw people and a button to hold on to people and use them as kind of like shields or to hold on to them and maybe throw them later. Um, but those are your two buttons and you just go. I think the best part of this is one the music because the music is dynamic to what is happening in the game so like when you throw a person and they hit a wall a uh symbol crash happens and so as you're running through the game this the kind of the drum kit fills out more and you start hearing more of the drum kit and so i think it's very cool how like it's kind of very jazzy sounding drums as you just are doing the things to complete the mission what? so it's that's really neat it's been so long since i played the demo at the devolver booth when we were at pax east i mean I, I feel like that's been at least two years it was it was there when i was there which was two years ago okay is it 
I mean, I don't even remember what it was like when we played, but is it is it like the demo that they had when they were at the booth, or did they uh-huh. like, have they changed significantly? Okay, no, it's 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 exactly like the the demo from the booth. I just think it it's you know longer and they've uh, made it a lot more stabilized. Um, is it thing... randomized every run, or is it are there levels or so? You are doing levels, but the levels are quasi procedurally generated. Okay. I say quasi because there are parts of it that like have to happen. So there's uh like the first level that you're in, there is a it all goes down to a single like choke point where you have to pry a door off of um like and like you have to like pry this door to be able to get through and it's basically teaching you hey you can pry doors open and then use them as shields and like walk down hallways with a giant metal door in your hands and so everything before that if you die multiple times like that all stuff is randomly generated but there it will always go down to that choke point where there's that single door that you have to go through and the enemies behind the door are randomized as well is there an end to the game then uh yeah i think I've hit it. I, I've let me put it this way. Think I, you've hit the end. I have gotten to a place where they have given me uh, credits. Okay. However, there is more stuff after that because I did all of that, and then I get credits, and then after that, like there's an arcade mode. So I was like, oh, I'll go back to the arcade yeah. mode. But before I got to a chance to go back to the main menu and go to the arcade mode, it was like, hey, break in. And I was like, oh, okay, so now I'm in this mode called Ape In instead of Ape Out. And it seems like I'm breaking into a place to do something. So there's more content there. Clever. Yeah. It's not just all the levels backwards, is it? I don't know. <laughs> I can't figure that part out. It might be. Because um, that feels like it'd be a really easy thing to do. You make it back to the original cage you broke out of. <laughs> just yeah. Chill. I just get back in it, and then it's back I, to Ape Out again. Yeah, it just cycles, <laughs> dude. It does. So the other thing that I really like about it um, is how the perspective works in the game. So let's say you have a like the walls basically go all the way up as far as possible. And so as you are like walking around, instead of just kind of having like a little bit of a line where like a wall would be, it kind of juts out and can block your view to anything that is on the other side of it and so you have to kind of like go around things to be able to see what's going on it's very odd to explain but if you see any images of it it makes 100 percent sense and they do a lot of neat kind of mechanics of revolving around your top-down perspective like that so again i just was like they they really thought this out very well and for a game that is that simple and that beautiful and that fun it's just it's worth $15. Uh, I wanted to mention, speaking of uh, games that have been in development for a very, 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 very long time and are potentially coming out at some point, actually. <laughs> uh, Due Process just had three alphas, and I have a bone to pick with Alex. <laughs> he just got invited to one, and then he didn't even do it. Didn't do it? So upset. You didn't, you didn't do it? There were, I was just going to play it by myself? There yeah. were 121 <laughs> people invited to the alpha. Wow. Wow. Yes. Yeah. You like got it when there's that few. 
I didn't know it was that few. I got an email. It was like, hey, you're in the alpha. I was like, cool. I wonder if anybody else got in. And then they didn't. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> they. I thought you could get friends in. Well, in the survey, they were like, do you have friends that would want to play with you? And I was like, yeah. Uh, and I put emails in there. But apparently it didn't matter. You guys didn't get invites. No, they don't like us. I only entered like six, five or six email addresses plus put the Horizon as a media account. But, you know, I'm not upset or anything. <laughs> They did post, they had 121 testers, they played 261 rounds, 18 maps, and about 830 hours of gameplay. Dang. So, yeah. And they did a couple weekends back to back to back, so maybe, maybe it'll come out soon. That would be very exciting. I feel like it's been like five years for that game. Whereas Ape Out was just two. I don't know. I don't know. It could be somewhere around there. We saw it a long time ago. Yeah. We saw it last year, and I think it had been three years since we had seen it. Yeah, because it was at like a couple packs in a row and then it wasn't at packs for yeah. a while. And then it came back. My favorite thing is the FAQ on their website when they're like, can we play the old version with the block characters? No, that's never coming back. <laughs> Let it die. <laughs> Pretty great. Uh, I also want to mention, we, we some of us have been playing some Apex Legends over the past couple weeks since it came out. Uh, they actually hit 50 million players are registered users two days ago, which wow. is insane. That's 28 days after they launched a game. Yeah, the last news I heard was 25 million, so to double that quick. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah, just a bit, just a bit. Um, Who's been playing some Hollow Knight? Who's uh, this? Well, I would like to be playing Hollow Knight too. But I don't know if well, you guys what? saw, not long ago there was a trailer released. Uh, for Hollow Knight 2, which was originally set to be a DLC that was part of their Kickstarter campaign. And it's supposed to be a mm-hmm. DLC where you play as Hornet, which is the character with the needle and thread from Hollow Knight. Um, but they decided they put enough work into it, they were just going to make it a whole game. So now they're releasing Hollow Knight 2 at some point. It was just a like a teaser trailer. So there's no release date or anything. They're calling it Hollow Knight 2? They're working on it. Isn't uh, it called Silk Song? Yeah, Silk Song is what it's called. Yeah, there's no <laughs> number right, two. Caleb. Get it right. But it's basically Hollow Knight 2. Which is why... I mean, yeah, kind of. It, it is. <laughs> but it is a different Hornet, character. You're playing in a different world. You're different not technically world. playing in... Oh, I forgot what it's called now. Hollow Knight Berg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it looks, it looks pretty awesome. Playing as Hornet will be awesome. I'm very excited for it. I, no release date or anything, but... When was the, what was the original release date for just the... If they were going to do it as an expansion? Uh, I have no idea. I don't think they okay. said. I don't know if I don't know that they said. I think they just said that they would make a DLC where you play as Hornet. I'm glad that they decided they were like, all right, there's enough content in here that we can just keep going with this and turn it into a game rather than just releasing something that was just subpar mm-hmm. just as a DLC. So that's at least nice, even though it's going to extend the amount of time it's going to take for you to play it. They don't seem like a developer that like underdevelops things. No, they don't. Uh, speaking of some other games, Devil May Cry. When is this? Is this that was the this best not segue out, right? I've ever heard in my life? <laughs> Thank Spe- you. Speaking about some you. other games, <laughs> I guess. Oh, you're excited about this listener's video. Like, I think it comes out tomorrow. Song. Oh, god, <laughs> <laughs> it will be out tomorrow at midnight, I believe. Technically, I got the launch times here. 
What? A game posted launch times? Yes. Well, it's weird. Really... I'm not super comfortable with it. It is midnight. It's weird on Steam because there's no... Like, the Steam page itself doesn't have a release date. Mm-hmm. Like like every other game in existence. No, but they have a post of launch time. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, people were like, oh my gosh, are they going to pull a Metro and put it on the Epic Store at the last second? Because there's still no <laughs> release date there's on here. There's still time for them to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that game looks so sick. Have you looked at reviews at all? I actually, I just read one, and I'm actually thinking I might buy it right now. Okay, <laughs> so sounds good then. Yeah, I'm kind of really excited. Um, it looks good. You get to play as Dante again. You have to play as Nero again. Uh, Dante is the guy from boy. the first three games, and Nero was from the fourth game, and I hated him. I thought he was the worst. Huh? He was a whiny little baby who had a demon hand, and I just yeah. I didn't like four very much. He doesn't have a demon hand anymore, though. Yeah, he's got a robot. Did they cut off his hand? What the fuck happened? Yeah, in one of the trailers, somebody comes and cuts his hand off. Well, that's what he gets for being in Devil May Cry 4. <laughs> and honestly. so that, that other new character, the, the girl that's in the van, is like some sort of tech wizard that builds him a robot arm that can do a bunch of stuff. Oh, well then who's the other other guy? There's V. Yeah, he's a, he's a new guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a playable character also. Does he have a demon arm? <laughs> no, he like he like summons demons. Mm, okay fine <laughs> he, he's like weak himself and he like summons things to fight for him i guess this is combat style that sounds super lame but i'm gonna assume it's not i'm excited the main thing i'm excited about for this game i was looking through deciding whether i wanted the deluxe edition or the regular edition mm-hmm. uh you and definitely the want the deluxe edition <laughs> well it has a weapon called the pasta breaker <laughs> What? <laughs> it's an arm. It's one of his wow. robot arms. It's just got a fork at the end that like spins to make it easier so good. to eat spaghetti. That's ridiculous. But the actual thing that sounds interesting is so they I guess they must have like re-recorded the cutscenes in live action. Cause you get yeah. there's something just called live action cutscenes. If you get the deluxe edition, you get live action cutscenes. What? what? I don't know heck? if that's them like <sighs> mocapping it. Or what? It's physical like... humans being filmed, I believe. <laughs> I'm super intrigued. That's a lot. I feel like that's a lot of effort to get people to buy a deluxe edition. Is it yeah. not? Well, okay. I, that's why I'm wondering if it's the mo capping because they would just have had that footage. They can just go, oh, put this shit in there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Like, because they have to film the mo cap to get the mo cap, right? And then you just put a regular camera there too, and you go, "Yeah, we got." Are it. they filming the mocap in like full costume? Then I have like no, on well, set. I don't know. Are they in costume? They gotta be. It's gonna be like the whole cutscene. To be though, oh, I'm so excited for it. It's gonna be like, it's probably gonna be so cringy. Yeah. Do you, guys, <laughs> do you guys remember way back when like Command and Conquer came out, and it was like the first yeah. game that had like live action cutscenes? It I was remember ridiculous. That. What an awesome. Whatever. We all thought that was awesome then. <laughs> oh, yeah. All their is performances it, are way overacted. It, is so it Tim ridiculous. Curry in that? He is. Yes. He, oh, yeah. Wow. He's in one of them. He was in one of them. I think. I don't remember which one. Like, that's all I remember is him just being like, I'm going to the moon. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so yeah, he very... was in Red Alert 3. Wow. Oh, oh wow. That's way in there. Yeah. yeah. Is that the best one? No. 
Oh. I don't Whatever know. I played a lot one. of I, Yuri's I played Revenge. A lot of, yeah, Yuri's oh, Revenge. Yuri. That was the best one. Man. When RTSs were cool. What do you mean? Right? They're still cool, man. Play some StarCraft. Yeah. <laughs> and only StarCraft, I think. <laughs> <laughs> It's because everyone else was was trying to be StarCraft, and then they're just like, they got this. We're done. I'm also very excited, because Lady's coming back. Still don't think she has a name. (laughs) It's just Lady. Everyone refers to her as Lady. So good. Um, Let's talk some Goats Comp, shall we? Oh, God. That's not. Well, (laughs) fucking Blizzard has decided that it's probably over, dude. They like they went through and like buffed everyone who's not in goats, and then nerfed some of the people who are in a lot of the people actually who are in goats. I guess now that I'm thinking about it. I mean, people have been pretty upset about this comp for a while now, right? It's oh my god, it's the worst. I know I said this last podcast, but it's so boring. It's, it's just very funny of how they were like, "Hey, we're gonna boost McCree and Reaper, and like that should be enough to like kill goats," and it didn't. And then they're like, hey, we're maybe going to do like this little bit of a thing. And people are like, no, nah, we're still going to play goats. And so now Blizzard's like, fine. Everything other than goats is going to get buffed. Fuck these characters. And they've gone 100% just nuclear on the entire thing. And they're just like, no. I'm surprised they didn't just like delete break out of the game out of just spite. <laughs> would not have even been surprised. But you know, yeah, after- so... I was just going to say, after last week's podcast, I went and just read some things about Goat's Comp, and a lot of comments were just like, why don't we just take Brig out, period, just done. Yeah, at this point, it feels like she could probably use a rework, just because her playstyle is kind of cancerous. Yeah. Like, if nothing else, her ult is really awkward now. It used to give permanent armor, and now it doesn't. It just slowly gives you armor that then goes away later. Is it like it's, slowly ramping up armor? Like it stacks on itself. Okay. To a cap, yeah. I think. But mm-hmm. like before it stayed forever. And now it's like you just have to stand awkwardly close to her for like a long time to get it for a little bit. I don't know. Mm. That's just me. But yeah, I'm very excited for this new patch. Like even if it's terrible, like they gave Junkrat so much damage, he can just like kill everyone all the time. <laughs> he already did a lot of damage. I yeah, feel like. that's the problem. They gave him even more, which like normally I'd be upset about, but like at this point, I'm like just, just do it. Fine. Something, anything, anything else. Even mm. if I have to spend all game dying to Junkrat, it's better. It and is. Does this does this patch include Baptiste? Does he it does. Move over to mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, it's all on the PTR right now. I don't think any of it has gone live yet. Hmm. But I'm really excited. The other big thing they changed, I guess, while we're talking about it, is Lucio's speed boost, which is critical to goats because otherwise it can't move very quickly because all of its characters are on the ground and slow. They are decreasing the speed it gives to allies, but increasing his speed when he jumps off a wall. So you can just get up to some crazy shenanigans solo, Lucio. You just can't move your Reinhardt around quite as fast. Yeah, and you're going to be, are you like, well, I guess it's only when he jumps off walls. So if you're going to be moving with your team, you better not be jumping. You better be on the ground. Otherwise, you're going to be outrunning them, sort of yeah, thing. Just, just screw them, though. You've got yeah. places to be. You're Lucio. <laughs> you have people to boop. I cannot play that character to save my life. I am so terrible at him. I'm like, every, every time I play him, I'm like, oh, yeah, you can wall ride. That's how bad I am. <laughs> wow. Oh. He's so much fun. He really is. He's like Genji if you have to play support. <laughs> yeah, pretty much though. Like mm. crazy acrobatic jumping all over the place, randomly killing people when they're not ready. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> now, have you guys played Baptiste at all? Is he yes. fun? Good? He's good. I mean, I like him. Mechanic wise, like how does he work with the with the team? I mean, is he pretty much just like a backliner? What does he do? I don't. I guess it's, I haven't really talked much about his. his well, game we mechanics. talked about this on the last podcast. Um, but Baptiste, thanks, Owen. Just just <laughs> letting you know you were there. Um, but yeah, so he has a slower primary fire than Soldier seventy six, but similar concept of uh, a repeating rifle. Like that, he has his alt fire, which is heal grenades, or like kind of a. a, a I'm trying to think of the name that I'm looking for, um, but basically he just kind of like has a, a rocket launcher and just kind of throws grenades at his uh, teammates. Does it uh, launch the grenades? Yeah, grenade launcher. <laughs> there you wow. go. That's what so I was he has for. a rocket. Thanks. <laughs> and, he, uh, he can he actually not heal himself with the grenades. He or cannot that heal himself with his grenades. It's interesting. That's but so dumb. How do they do that? Another I mean, ability. if he could, he would just never die. His, <laughs> yeah. His yeah, can e you imagine if he never died? <laughs> his E ability a... heals himself and others, and then he has another ability, which is a drone that he throws out and produces a uh, invincibility shield, which you can take damage up to a certain point, but you will never die as long as that field and drone is alive. So as long as you're standing within that, I think you stay alive with like 50 health or something like that. It's very low, so like the second that that drone is gone, if you're not getting healed up, you will die. But it's still a nice thing that, oh, hey, you have a Bastion. Let me just stand in front of the Bastion and take all of the damage because it doesn't matter. I'm invincible. Right. And hmm. uh, the drone can be killed. It hovers in the air above most characters heads it's about even with like reinhardt's face so it'll hover above some people so like you can't body block it however you will be able to shoot it down um so there's there's kind of a little bit of nerfing on that instead of it being super broken but it's still pretty broken right does it have a pretty big health pool uh, yeah, it breaks it's pretty got quick a, i think yeah okay. it's it's got a decent health pool because it, it's kind of like the same as the Torb turret, I think. So just a couple of shots will take it down mm. eventually. But you know, if people are shooting at you and keeping your head, you know, uh, uh, in in cover, you're not you're, you're going to need to kind of take multiple pot shots at it, kind of thing, right? Um, let's move on from video games real quick, and we'll talk about some things in film, TV world. Uh, I assume Alex, this is you. You want to talk about some? Overlord. I didn't know. I actually didn't. Oh! Who put this here? It was I. Oh. He's late. I, he's, I, I'm fine. I'm here. I'm on time. I'm on. I hit my cue. I mean, late on adding Overlord things no. to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I love <laughs> Overlord. It's pretty good. I was about to say, didn't we just talk about Overlord <laughs> on the last podcast? Should mm. I just repost we our last have. podcast? That's <laughs> not a our bad current idea. podcast. That would save us a lot of effort. So we talk about. Should we just stop right now? I just Overwatch. We talk about Overlord. You no, like Overlord? Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> wow. You added I, it so you could say it was pretty good, huh? Yep, pretty good. <laughs> Go see it if you can. Uh, is anybody, I like the movie a lot. Is anybody going to watch Captain Marvel this week? I am. Yeah, probably. Tomorrow. Yep. Buckle up. Yeah, we can't get. talk about it yet because we Lit. don't know. Well, should we just... We could talk about it like we've seen it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah like let's do that. Part with Spoilers. <laughs> Girls. 
Hey, did you like the thing that they did with that character that we all love so much? I you know that twist that we all saw? It. Yeah. Oh my oh. god, so bad and thoughtless. I liked oh, the part where it flashed forward to the present timeline and she snorted all of the dust of all the characters that died <laughs> and got superpowers of all of them. <laughs> I like the part where Goofy and Donald joined the Avengers. That <laughs> yeah, was weird. Yeah. This Especially seems like a good place to find an Infinity Stone. Sorry, Alexa got very excited. She got real excited. What does she have to say about the film? Uh, she thought it would be a good spot to find some ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alexa. Yeah, she's a real peach. Um, man, I don't know what, like, did somebody put Gotham Academy in here? Oh, and yes. is that again? you again? No, no. it's not me, that was not Alex. me. Alex! Alex, okay! Alex, we talked about this last, last podcast, right? Uh, yeah, I was gonna talk about this last week, but we kind of ran long, but oh. I started reading Gotham Academy, which is a comic series. Um, I basically was like, I want to read a comic. I didn't know what, so I went, looked around for, like, what's good stuff that person that hasn't read like anything in the comic world can just pick up and read without having to have a background in it. And uh, a lot of people were recommending Gotham Academy as like a really short, like contained story. So there's basically like two runs of it. There's an 18 issue, like semester one essentially. And then like a 12 issue semester two. And it's really cool. It, it kind of reminds me of Harry Potter. Because there's a bunch of students at this academy, and the academy has all these weird mysteries going on, like, is there a ghost in the North Hall, and there's, like, secret passageways over here, and all this stuff, like, there's tunnels that link to, to Arkham uh, Asylum and stuff like that, and they're, like, exploring all these mysteries and stuff, and it's, like, the exploring the dark parts of Hogwarts sections of Harry Potter in, mm. like, a comic series. It's, it's a lot of fun so far so like a student runs around re leaving like cryptic clues around the academy <laughs> like pulling pranks yeah there's i mean there's like mysterious symbols on walls and like hidden levers and stuff and they're like slowly un un unfolding like the backstory of the main character and why she's all freaked out about stuff that happened over summer and her mom and uh killer croc has shown up in it and batman's shown up in it so so, it's a uh, easy to read and not too long. I think I was projecting some, so it's not like child Batman in high school. With oh, super <laughs> I'm no. kidding. That's, that's just a normal child. That's like really disappointing, but okay. No, Batman is is Batman. Mm. Uh, he does have a kid that shows up at some point, though. I didn't know Batman had a kid ever. Is it Robin? Yeah, he's a Robin because he does have a kid at one point. And it's not Robin. Robin. He, he does have a kid. He does have a kid because yeah. he is a he is a Wayne. I forget his I first mean, name. Robin it's... Wayne. If only... <laughs> <laughs> just didn't know he had a kid. It was weird. He just like he wasn't at the academy in like the first several issues, and then he like showed up as a transfer. And I was like, oh, it's just Batman's kid is here now. And he's like good at grappling hooks and batarangs. He's good at grappling hooks. Well, <laughs> I mean, he'll do good in grappling hooks 101, I guess. 
Um, I also wanted to mention uh, in two weeks we're going to be doing our pre-pep. Is that what we titled it? No. We what what did we title? I'm pretty it? sure not we the call it literally anything else. It's the pre-PP? Pre-PEP? I think it used to be pre-PP anymore. But we decided but then, we used to pep. say pre-PP, That's but then right. we had we had like the other packs show up also, which could also be a pre-PP. So then we wanted mm -hmm. to like differentiate. But we have pup and pep now. Yeah. So it's we're gonna be doing the pre-PEP in two weeks. I prefer gonna, free PP because you get to call, say PP. But are we gonna call it? Are we gonna call it Pep Podcast, like Pep we, Talk or something? The Pep Talk? Yeah, that's really clever. We should have been doing it oh, for like seven oh, years. Okay, well, that's great. Yeah. All right. I'm we're so gonna proud. be doing our. We're gonna be doing our Pep no. Talk in two weeks. Um, pep actually, talk. it's gonna be coming out the day that, or the first day of PAX East. I think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Thing. I know it's coming up. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Actually, not really because I'm still a little frustrated with our housing situation. Because you know we've been canceled on twice. But save it for the PP pass. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'll save it. Uh, additionally, uh, I did mention earlier in this man 49 minute long podcast currently that short one. I know Thank it goodness. is. Thank goodness. We just okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank goodness I got some other things to do. Uh, no, thank um, goodness for our listeners. We just finished uh, our, our first Humble Monthly Bumble. Look, Humble. Actually, you know what? I might as well mumble it. Humble Monthly yeah, Bumble. That's how we do it. For mm -hmm. the first time in about a year and a half. Um, it was exciting to do it again. Uh, we just posted it um, on the 1st. So go take a, a watch of that. Go take a watch. Sure. We'll, you, we'll go with that. Go take a watch of that. They're free. Uh, we're hopefully going to continue that trend. We'll see. I mean, as I mentioned before, we the the upcoming bundle is it's something. There's some games in it that I don't know if any of us are necessarily excited about, but I hey, dude, it's got Earth Defense Force. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's Vermintide. Right. EDF and Vermintide. And Vermintide, okay. Uh, well, so make sure you check those things out. We will be hopefully posting that uh, towards the end of the month. Uh, additionally, like I said, our pre-pep is going to be coming out on 328, so look for that. And um, Hang on. What? What? Before you got go. more stuff I, now? No, We're I stalling. Looked, I went and looked up this cast that has Tim Curry in it and Command and Conquer. First <laughs> oh, of no. all, James Earl Jones in one of the early, early ones. He was in the original great. one. Yeah, the original. Yeah. In Red Alert 3 alongside Tim Curry is J.K. Simmons. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Wait, David Hasselhoff is in it? Yeah, yeah. George Takei. And mm -hmm. All Star yeah. cast. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Isn't that ridiculous? That's just nuts. Why? Why? Because Command Conquer was cool then. I guess. Yeah. Before they made it a mobile game. <laughs> they made it a mobile game? Yeah. Oh. It's a mobile oh, game now. Oh, we also. Sorry, this is random. Do we want to keep? Do we want to keep going? We can let it out. I'll let you guys finish the podcast. You yeah, this is great. Hey, you were just complaining that wasn't long enough. Sorry, we were talking about mobile games, and I realized we never talked about Pokemon's uh, Sword and Shield. Oh yeah, oh. that's totally oh, yeah. a relevant topic. Yeah. Very important. I'm kind of actually hyped for it. You get to play as a Scottish person. I mean, <laughs> what? Fuck go. yeah! It takes place in the part. UK. I'm excited. It's got a Fire Bunny. Yeah, is that your be... chosen starter? Okay, I always do. Every game I've played, I've done fire. Hey, me too. Even though it's always firefighting, and it's almost always the lamest one. 
What's the uh? What's the name of the water one? The sad boy. I just yeah. call him sad boy. He's so sad. He's so sad. He like fights with tears. Yeah, he's so sad. He's like Isaac. Sobble. Sobble. I thought it was that, but I wasn't sure. He's so sad. And I think we can agree. I mean, actually, Caleb doesn't agree. I I would say the Earth guy is the lamest. Grass guy. Yeah, grass guy. Yeah, yeah I think he's he's really lame. No. He looks very uninspired. Yeah. He's much better than Sobble. Are you Sobble's Have you seen great. how sad Sobble, Sobble is? looks like a blob of water. That is so unimaginable. He's a sad blob of water. <laughs> He's a blob of water. That's nothing. With sad eyes. He's so sad. That's nothing. And he's got Sob in his name. If you're looking oh, for a wow. cool one, fucking Fire Bunny. Yes. Fire, give the me fire that. one the fire one's alright. Score right. bunny. Score bunny. That's fucking money, dude. Yeah. That's so good. One of the evolutions need to be called Hopscorch. Oh my god, wow. yes. <laughs> Dude, I'm so hyped. And they're bringing gyms back. They're dropping that retarded Sun and Moon Trials thing, which was yep. like a cool idea, but it didn't work at all. One thing oh, I'm sorry. upset about is it's called Sword and Shield, and last generation there was Pokemon called Age Slash that is literally just a sword and a shield. Yeah, well, they're not. He missed the boat. So, suck it. <laughs> He most he missed the boat. He should have been like the legendary for this one. Also, okay, which one are you guys getting? Those of you who are getting this, I don't know. Sword, maybe. I'm getting shield. I knew it. I called it. <laughs> <laughs> I was How talking did you to my that? friend at work. Is it because we of who like, picked which, in Pokemon I was like, Go? which one are you gonna get? And he was like, sword. Obviously, what kind of idiot would get shield? And I was like, well. I have a friend, and I think he's going to get shields. It is because I know that you're probably going to get sword, and I was just like, okay, if I get shield, I know most of my friends will get sword, so therefore like, we can trade across it and get all like the Pokemon and be compatible. It's the same reason why I want to get uh, um, Let's Go Eevee and not Pikachu. Is the same thing. I was just, I know people are going to get Pikachu, so I'll grab Eevee, and I'll be like the counterbalance. I'm going to get sword. See? <laughs> and Jake, now we can trade. That's true. I got you, bro. But yeah, I'm really excited for this game. When's it come out? So, but, uh, like Christmas around yeah, I was gonna say, this year? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I think that like I said like holiday. Year. Yeah, there's no... It'll probably holiday. be November. Sounds right. I guess. Well, you mentioned Isaac. When does Isaac come out? Because we're supposed to have another expansion for that, are we not? Are we? Know this. I thought yeah. they were done with it. No, they decided to make one more expansion. Of course they did. They did decide that there would be one last expansion. The third one last expansion. <laughs> I believe. Do we have a name or a date? Uh, there yeah. was a name. I forget Repentance. what it's called by now. There you go. Repentance. Yeah. Very excited. I think they announced it at PAX West, actually. Damn it. I know. I know. If only. Uh, looks like it's early. First half of 2019 is what this says. Hmm. All right, before I move on, does anybody have other things they would like to say? No? Excellent. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. We'll catch you next time. This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Jake John Federkyle, Caleb Juno, and Owen Patterline. 
This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Also, this week's podcast was again brought to you by Reclaim Industrial, a small but amazing shop of makers, designers, and fabricators based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check out their website at www.reclaimindustrialwithane.com. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. Again, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time.